All right. Hey, everybody. I am filling in for Bill today. Uh, he was not able to do this afterwards, so I'm filling in late. And uh, I'm going to take more questions if you guys have them today. I really don't know what to say about today's loss rather than I imagine it's a, an emotional time for them. Uh, I I think I'm hoping they look better when they come home, but I, I'm sure this weekend with all the injuries and the Limblom news, I kind of was wasn't expecting a uh, a great result today. Uh, I wanted something a little bit better than that uh, at the first game. Um, I mean, if the first period, if the first period played out for the whole game, I, I wouldn't have minded today's loss. If they look competitive in a two-one loss, and you're without half your forwards, um, <laughs> Zach with a good point that Bill's out due to watching the Flyers game. Maybe I mean I don't know, but I I'm just chalking this up to it was it was a shitty week around the team altogether. With all the injuries connected being out, Limblom news has got to be devastating, and also. Back to back is always tough um, on the West Coast, so I, I'm hoping they look better when they come home. They're have they're due for a couple easy games here, easier games. They play the Ducks, then the Sabers and the Sens. Those are three very winnable games, and hopefully they um hopefully they are able to fight through it. Yeah, I mean the the Flyers' big names really didn't do much today. Again, it's kind of been a little bit of a problem all year. I'm just chalking up today. I'm going to assume the whole team was down, but I mean, there's yeah. Oh God. Fair be why. Yeah. Fair. That's a good question. That was a terrible hit. That was late. It wasn't needed. I I'm assuming he was just pissed off because he was getting cross-checked the, before that. And he missed a couple chances earlier in the game, but still it's just a terrible penalty to, to take. And that this was a game today. My phone just buzzed. Sorry. Uh, that was a game today where going in extremely shorthanded, coming off the back, uh, the second game in the back to back, the Flyers kind of needed to be flawless. They needed to everything to go their way. They needed a couple bounces. They needed Elliot to make a couple big saves, uh, and they needed to be opportunistic. Uh, and pretty much everything they need to happen to win just went awry in the second period. And you can rely on the, the penalty kill, and that really didn't bail us out after the after the. Um, after the Farabee penalty, after the Farabee penalty, but um, I mean, it was still—I I don't know. I really don't know what to say about this loss because I'm still thinking about the Limblom news. So I can't—I don't even know Limblom personally, so I can't imagine what has been going off there. Um, now I gotta understand it. Uh, so what's the excuse tonight? Christine says I would say it's the one of your leading scorers has cancer, and he found out two days ago. It's been a rough time for us the past 10 years. Yeah, I mean, the last 10 years have sucked. Um, and I, th- I think this just sucks because I honestly feel like this team has looked better. I feel like they have been playing better than some previous teams. And now, I mean, they went into the game without five forwards. They went into the game today without five forwards that they usually have. Um, for some reason, Hag was in over Myers. And again, it was a back-to-back. I mean, I don't, I don't want to make excuses. It's just... This back-to-back, I could have told you about it's going to be else, especially after what came out on Friday about Limbaugh. So I want to see I want to see if they're able to recover when they come home. I imagine a day off to finally get away from everything around the team might help them. And again, they, they play the Ducks on Tuesday. They play the Ducks, the Sabres, and the Senators this week. Those are winnable games and games that regardless of whoever is out there for your forward, forwards, you should be able to edge out or find a way to win those games.
So that that's it for me. Is like I for this next stretch here until they do make a move. Uh, I forget who asked about making a move. I, I would look into it depending on how long Connecting is going to be out because we know Limblom's already out for the year. If the um, I mean, if Connecting is going to be out the whole year too, or not the whole year, but if he's going to be out a while too, you you need to add somebody. You can't keep playing games where Torrance in your top six and thinking your team is going to be able to keep going going ahead at full steam. So. Um, get G back. Leo says, I feel like we need to embrace our current top heaviness, get G back with Hayes and try a hand at giving JVR some time on the wind-up line. With Yeah, I mean, I've been saying the thing about putting JVR on the Coos line for a while. Uh, it lost a little bit of steam for me just because I wanted – it was Limblom and um, – it was Limblom and Katori on the line that would help him kind of get set up for goals and do what they did um, to help Voracek kind of get out of his rut earlier in the year. So – um, I'm just laughing because I saw Mikey's comment, Craig on post game. Oh, that explains the game. Yeah, that kind of is. I mean, it was kind of fitting that Bill decided or told us like halfway through they wasn't gonna be able to do it. So then I get this game that kind of sums up uh sums up the week the Flyers had. It was just a shitty week. I on ice and just also off the ice. Um, I haven't been able to see much of the news about Limblom. I can't imagine how it's affecting the team. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. And then, I mean, Christine saying how many games will they blame on Oscar? Um, I don't remember the last team that's dealt with, I guess, death or somebody getting labeled cancer in a while. Also, it was news they got on Friday, and they talked about how this team might be like the closest team in years. So I imagine it packs them. I imagine it packs them a little bit. So, but yeah, you, you still have to play hockey. I mean, I, it's not going to be an excuse forever. It's not. It's just they were on a three-game road trip. They got it after one game, and then they played back-to-backs in between the day of the news and here. So if they're still losing games in March, and they're like, oh, man, it's Limbaugh, I'm still I'm not going to buy it as much. But the weekend of, while you're just on the road, and all you get to do is hear that news and then go sit in the hotel room, I don't know. That, that's got to be fucking with them a little bit, does it not? And also, again... Half the forwards are out. Five of the starting forwards that are usually in your lineup were out tonight. So I, 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 I don't say like if it's, it's a it's a fucking tough game. This game was a tough one, and they're losing these games to good teams. The Avalanche are the best team in hockey, and it was a two goal game yesterday. They looked. I mean, I didn't catch yesterday's game. It sounded like it was pretty bad. And then today was a game going in. You knew you needed to kind of edge out a close one. And then it just, I mean, they didn't, obviously they didn't play that way. So it's a preseason game. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a regular season. I don't know what, uh, yeah. But, I mean, overall, I, I'm expecting them to bounce back on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, I The emotional effect shouldn't be – it's still going to be there. I mean, and Limblom, again, it's not just – Limblom was a big reason why the Flyers were having success early in the season. It was him and Couturier are two of the most aggressive and best forwards about getting the puck, getting it back, and creating offense. And now they're also without Konechny. I mean, that was a line for a good part of the season – is nobody could stop connecting Limblom and Gatoria together. And now two of those guys are out and we're putting Torinsky in the top six. We have, we had Pitlick in the top nine a couple games ago. 
Uh, Andrew says, hey, Craig, that fair hit should be a five-minute major every time. The problem is that the refing in the NHL is so bad and consistent that I am convinced that, it, that if one of the centers did it, it will be a minute. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. It's, I think they factor in too much about how the hit looks. It was a bad hit. It was late. He shouldn't have taken the hit. It's just also that he clocked Perot, and Perot was down on the ice for a while. Um, you know, we see those types of hits all the time, but the guy pops right up. It's not a big deal. But it was still... I don't want to – I mean, I'm not going to blame any of the fishing. It was a dumb play by Fair, but he's got to know better than that. And, I mean, he should be – he's got to be doing more if he's – especially now if more players are out. But he especially can't in a game where you know every shift is really going to matter and come down to your team because you're, you're fighting uphill. You can't take stupid fucking penalties like that. And I don't care if he got – he did get cross-checked in the back right before that. He might have been pissed about that. But then you don't go and take a penalty after we didn't get rewarded for one. Yeah, so the only good thing that happened was the Eagles won, but Dallas won too. Yeah, I was never scared of the Rams. I mean, I, I thought the Cowboys were going to beat the Rams. I don't. I thought it was always going to come down to week sixteen. So, yeah, the send and yeah, the Suns did on uh, Borvieski, and it, yeah, that should have been something. But Nate says I didn't see the hit. What happened? Pretty much, Perot was in the left corner and passed the puck up the boards, and then Ferry came over and clocked him. But it was so late that. Perot had time to pretty much spin his head around and start watching the player from the other side. And then Farabee just, it wasn't a hit to the head. It wasn't, it didn't even look like a, uh, it just, he called him up high and just, it hit him. I don't know if he'll get suspended. He already got kicked out of the game. So I think that might be enough, but yeah, that, I mean, I think the, I, I do think the hit on connecting was worse. Yeah. But I, um, I mean, I don't know. I, it is inconsistent. It is inconsistent officiating, but I'm not. I, I think the Flyers still would have lost today, even if he didn't get called for a five-minute major. There, they just. Um, it was a close game, but they. It was a close game, and the Jets are a team that have just relied on Helly Bucks goaltending all year. So giving them their early goal on the face-off play uh, was just kind of playing into their hands. Like they. They don't generate a ton offensively, and Hellybuck usually bails them out from high danger scoring chances. And he was doing that in the first period, and then the Flyers were working their way back. And yeah, just all went to hell, I guess. I'm all over the place today, guys. I don't know. I, I mean, I <laughs> this is uh, really don't know what to say with this team right now. <laughs> Craig, in what situation could we get a 40 to 50 goal score? Fuck if I know. I mean, I. The answer to that would, uh, I mean, the closest thing would be Taylor Hall, and I, I don't think the Flyers are going to get Taylor Hall for a bunch of reasons. I want them to, and they, they should, but I just don't think the Devils would want to trade. I think it would take a lot for the Devils to just trade Taylor Hall in the vision. So I, um, and then who else would even be out there? I got, I have no idea. The Flyers might start to look, they, they have to start looking at outside options because like you're saying, Limblom's out now, and if half the team's going to be injured, and Konechny is going to be out for a while with concussion injury, uh, injury or issue, and you still have, you know, we're not we're not sure when Patrick's coming back either. So um, they should probably they are probably going to look into something. I mean, I, I know Shvend Barchi is on waivers right now. That's not going to solve your problems, but it could keep you from playing, you know, some of these guys that shouldn't be in the lineup, like Vorobiev or Stewart or Torinsky, you know, guys like that or NAK. Although I thought, I think NAK and Kashe have played fine. Oh my God. Gudis, yeah, that's right. Gudis was the guy. 
Uh, it was last year, two years ago. I'm trying to think which one it was, but Laurel brings up a good point. Pro was also the guy that Kudis almost uh, beheaded when they played the game in Winnipeg, and then he got suspended for that. Um, yeah, and then Lawrence makes makes a good point about the 40 to 50 goal scores. There's really not – I mean, there's not – none of those guys are going to be on the move because goals are at such a premium. But I think still – I think you're trying to you're talking about adding a big name goal scorer, and I think right now the best option is Taylor Hall. It's just I don't know what path a division rival can take that player away from a rebuilding team. Do you know what I mean? Like it wouldn't have mattered how bad the Flyers got; they were never going to trade Jeff Carter or Drew to the Penguins. Like just, it would have to take an insurmountable amount back for any team to do that. Uh, Zach Birch, I don't think he's been that bad. I just think Vancouver's kind of, uh, you know, Vancouver's Vancouver. And he's not really ha- – he's not having a terrible season. He's been fine, or I thought he's been fine. Um, but he's also got to be – I would imagine he's better than – I'd rather take him than Stewart on the fourth line or Torinsky or Vorobiev or – I kind of – I do like Kasha's game. But, um, but yeah, they have to do that. And on defense, I mean – the penalty kill, again, was a big problem tonight, but they were kind of thrust into a weird situation. And when the Wheeler goal happens 40 seconds into the kill, and then you're down 3-1 to one in a game where you're struggling to score goals and you still got over four minutes penalty kill time, I, I just chalked that up to him. I, I think a lot, of, a lot of tonight was just the mental aspect of the game. And, again, that's why I really – I didn't go in expecting a win. I was going to be fine with if they lost three to two and they outplayed them and Hallie Buck was just on his game and he was robbing <laughs> the Farabees and Torinskis of the world. And I don't, I don't know, like I wasn't going to lose my mind if they lost this game two days after Limblom news and whatever the hell yesterday it was in Minnesota. So um, as a longtime Voracek defender, I'm terrified every single time he has the puck. Yeah, Kyle, I, I, don't, I don't know what it is this season. I, I've defended Voracek for a while too. And now I just, I think the thing for me with Voracek is I feel like this year he doesn't, he's not quite where he's even been for the last couple of years. And now the, the aspect of the contracts really weighing down on me. Cause I don't think there's any way, I don't know how they would get out of that contract if they really wanted to, other than eat it all in a buyout, but I don't, I don't want them to do that. So do you think there's a good utility guy that we could get in the near future that could hold us down at least till we get most of our, I mean, um, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like random players. I, the thing is, is you don't know how long connecting is out. And I don't like raffle Pitlick and Lawton are all bottom six guys. So it just sucks that they're all out at the same time because you're losing a line of the bottom six. All those players out individually aren't something that's going to sink your team. But it's just that you lose a line of your fourth or you lose a line of your bottom six with the two top goal scorers, then it becomes an issue. And we know Limblom's out for the year with a situation. I, I don't know if they would make so I saw that Bershey. I don't know if there's a situation where you would I don't know. I, I don't know any middle six guys are really on the block right now. It's also a weird time of the season to be looking at it, looking at a possible trade. Um, I will, Kevin's talking about trade Borchek. I'm just saying, I don't know who is, I'm not even at the point of really defending him anymore. I'm just, 
if you can find a clear path to them trading Voracek, be my guess. But I just feel like the thing with Voracek is always everybody screams about how he sucks and he's terrible and he sucks. And then when like when Johnny Goudreau is available or like now when Taylor Hall is available, the same people that think Voracek sucks, it's like, oh, well, what's your package for Hall? They'd be like, all right, Voracek, JVR, Ghost, and then like a fourth. And then you're like, well, that's not going to happen because you just said you hate that player yourself. So you're not going to get a top five player in the league. Um, yeah, oh, Steve just made my point. Yeah, so that's the thing is if you're trading, like if you're trading Voracek, you're just, you're going to have to eat some kind of money. Um, and I don't even, I mean, trading Voracek, I don't really even think it's the answer right now. We don't want to take away more firepower from the depl- depleted situation. I just, I'll have to look in the names for a quick fix. I didn't, I mean, I wasn't expecting this whole rash of injuries too after the Limblom news. I thought after the Limblom news, it was just something the Flyers had to deal with for the rest of the season, but you can't, you can't keep going in the games down, you know, have your, your forward lines. So, and there's really nobody, a lot of people are banged up in Lehigh Valley too. So it's not just a thing where you can keep calling up the kids. I don't know who they would call up right now after NAK or Torinsky because everybody else is hurt. Um, <laughs> Jerry, yeah, Jerry, thank you. Yeah, we've already, we've already talked this. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kevin, I don't have an answer for how to trade them. I'm just saying So No, I mean, that's fine. And I think that's the, that's the problem with J, uh, Jake and JVR right now. It's just, as a defender of both over the years, I get why everybody's frustrated and I get why it's annoying to watch them at times, but they're just here to produce. So the reason why everybody's mad at them is when they don't, produce and then it's also it also pisses people off when JVR does stuff like you know JVR has been not scoring and then he scores in this game scored in yesterday's game he's scoring the six golden games of 6-1 like he keeps getting goals that are inconsequential so I get I get people on the trade board checking JVR so uh, yeah uh, Layla uh, the germ is injured thank you for using his correct nickname uh, I I forget what's what, uh, for what, but he is out. He's out. Andrea Hoff's out. Um, I think Bunneman's injured too. Like it's li- literally all the names you would, the first names you would think of calling up, they're out besides NAK, Torinsky, and Kasha. So it's, um, but they do, uh, we were talking about a, a utility player, like a, a bottom six, middle six guy that could just trade a pick for to bring in for, you know, the near future, like I guess they did with Morazic a couple years ago. Uh, I just, you would have to look at teams that are already out of it. So teams like the Devils um, and probably like the Kings and other teams like that forward on the final year is deal. And that doesn't have any, any kind of future with the organization or with. That's why I lean towards waivers. And that's why I threw out Barchi because he's out there today for some reason. Again, I'm not quite sure how he's done recently. Um, uh, and he would be a guy that you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't even have to give up a pick. They should figure out a way to get enough cap space to get him under, you know, the cap limit. And he would be a guy that you wouldn't feel bad for just playing in the bottom nine, bottom nine, middle six or top or bottom six for uh, however many games the players start getting healthy. And honestly, I don't think he would be a worst. He wouldn't be the worst option when players get back to throw into the top nine. So I that's why I'm throwing him out there. I'll probably look up I'll look up more of it after I'm done doing this post game here. 
Jake to Seattle seems to be the most realistic option. <laughs> the Flyers could just leave him unprotected. Um, yeah, and then Mrazic signed with the Hurricanes. Yeah, well, and the Hurricanes are, I mean, the Hurricanes are a, a better team than the Flyers have been the last couple of years. Um, okay, so Varshu's cap hit may be a problem, but they should be, I, I think they they should have cap space now that they put Limblom, well, it may not be enough. Yeah, I have to look. I mean, I have to look. So this is all stuff I I didn't do. I, I wasn't able to look during the game or anything. And, you know, that guy had the puck. Yeah, Kyle, that's pretty much the – I mean, the hit, if, if Pro had the puck, that Farabee hit looks great. The problem is Pro let go of that puck about five seconds before. So And it looks real bad. Cause, and it looks bad, too, because Farabee had a reason to – go make a dumb play like that because he just got cross-checked in front. The cross-checking in front on that type of play like that, too, is a it's a different discussion that I'm open for, but I, it's not a good enough excuse for me to go. I mean, that was a game-changing play. Jake from the Handsome Brothers would definitely be entertaining. I mean, I hey, if this season ends up being more of this, where the Flyers just keep losing players to injury and they start losing outside of you know, reasons that they can control. Let's get the Hanson brothers going. No, Limblom is. Limblom's under a million. I'm not quite sure how much exact, I don't know how much exact cap space they have right now with all the call-ups and everything. And then I'm not sure it was connecting moving to IR. Like, I'm not sure about all the moving parts, but I, I don't think they would have enough for Barchi. They would have to do, they would still probably have to make a move to create space to pick up Barchi off waivers, which in that case, that you shouldn't make two moves to add one guy in the bottom six. So then you'd probably have to look somewhere else. Yeah. Um, only for the model game. Okay. I'm trying to keep up with you guys now. I don't think we need Jody Shelley. <laughs> Although I'm sure, I think he's doing great on Columbus, but we don't need, we don't need Jody Shelley. <laughs> all right, let's get on burger back. Okay. I like, I like where you guys are going. I'm a fan of all of this. Let's get Glenn Matropolit back. Uh, let's get Yaroslav Motry back. Let's bring let's bring back the whole band. Yeah, Andreas Nodal, uh, John Kalinsky. Who else you guys want? Let's bring them all back. Fuck it. I don't care. That Jody Shelley goal, his one goal in 2010-11, though, I still can't get over. Um, if the rest of the season is anything like this, I'm converting my Flyers gear into Carolina Hurricanes gear. I mean... The thing that sucks now is it's not – I mean, today was a bad game. Today was a terrible game for the Flyers, but it's really – without context, it's bad. Like, all the stuff around the team, you're like, okay, I get it. And it's really hard to lose when five of your starters are out. I the Five of them. And two of them are your best – like, probably your best, you know, offensive creators, and they're on the shelf for the foreseeable future. So I just – it just sucks because this is a new painful way for the Flyers to torture us. It's not the old-fashioned way of, wow, we just need to fire this coach. How is this guy getting paid millions of dollars to be a worse athlete than me? I feel like some of those issues are gone. Well, the JVRs and the Drews and the – well, not Drews, but JVR and Voracek. I mean, that's a whole different thing. But other other things have greatly improved this season, and now it's just going to be tons of injuries wiping them out. So. Yeah, Chris, I'm with you. Farabee was cross-checked heavily in the crease. He got up mad looking for any jet to hit. Still a poor decision. Yeah, like he has to be smarter there. So, 
Uh, Faraby hit should not have been a major. It was totally interference, but was same hit that TK. Yeah, and that's another thing, too, is I could even see how that wouldn't be five minutes. But I think after... Um, this is a terrible shirt, by the way. After <laughs> after uh, Pro's reaction to how long he was down on the ice. I'm not saying Pro sold it, but I think after that was kind of the deciding factor for fair we should get five minutes. Because as much as it sucks, it definitely does factor into how much uh, how much penalty time they serve. It doesn't really matter about intent. It's just result, which is unfortunate. But, you know, it's, it's easier to sell if a guy gets a concussion and leaves the game that it should be a greater penalty, even though a far more serious and more dangerous hit may result in an in innocent play and goes unnoticed. But I don't know. <laughs> Adam Hall. That is a name I, I forgot about and was a sign of the last true time the Flyers are good on the penalty kill. So it seems like the Flyers have overcome their absence of Adam Hall. Just in time. Five years later, they finally they got it right back on track. Donkey, so- Donkey Sauce was added all-time low tonight. How do we get it back up, Craig? I mean, that's where I'm at. I, I don't know how to get the Diaz back in those lineup, to be honest. Uh, it's been lacking. Like I said, I wasn't able to watch yesterday's game, but the Avalanche game, it made sense. They didn't have it. And, uh, I mean, I, I just want to see more Donkey Sauce out there. I'm with you. I don't have any answers right now. I got to dig deep tonight and find some things on how this, how this team can improve, improve offensively. So Pronger was the Flyers in games. Hey, I, I'll take him on the third pair of hag. I don't know. Let's see what let's see what Pronger's got. He's taking some time off. He might have, you know. I'm I'm sure he's still got the uh, the concussion issues going on. So maybe not the best idea, but I'm sure Pronger could still probably play in the league for some of these teams. If we're being not, he could probably play on the third pair for the Flyers. But Pronger is definitely a uh, shame what happened to him. All right, this is all we got. Are we good? 26 minutes after that game. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm already talking in circles. So I'm only going because you guys had decent questions. And, uh, I mean, tonight sucked. I think Tuesday will be better. I think the team will address. I, I don't think they're going to be going into the next game with the same lineup. I think changes will be made. I I think the injuries do kind of limit what AV can do because we saw they went top-heavy against the Avs with the Drew... Couturier Jake line and it didn't really work out. And then today they kind of spread it out with having two good NHLers on a line with guys that you really wouldn't expect to produce in the top nine. And it didn't really work either. So it's the injuries are playing a huge factor. And unless they add somebody outside of the Oregon offense is going to be difficult to come by for a while, but teams got a better PK and you have better goaltending than you did last year. Yet the win games, they don't ask how they ask how many. So lean more into your, the defensive success you've had and start clawing out two to one, two nothing games. That would be my opinion. But until then, I will. Anybody see this trying to get Limbaugh as captain for the all-star game. That would be awesome. I think they should do that. That's a very, I mean, there's no reason they shouldn't do that. That'd be a nice gesture. So I'll leave on that note, Kyle. That was a good, that was a good comment, but um, I will I'm going to be filling in again this week on BSH Radio and, of course, expect to fly properly out at some point this week. So you'll, you'll hear plenty of my voice later this week. But until then, uh, let's go Flyers.